0: Right.
1: Well, we just want to welcome you here to the Fireside Discussion on Friday afternoon at 1.30 in the afternoon. I do apologize for being a little late getting this, but you know, things come up unexpectedly. But hey, praise God we're still here. Praise God Jesus is still on the throne. Uh, we're going to pick up where we left off last week. Remember we started a subject that I truly believe that is a very important subject because I think a lot of people have been taught wrong born about the, the uh, tongues, what it means about being, having tongues, and what it means about being filled with the Spirit, and um, having the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you know. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Hopefully you got yourself a, a soda, milk, juice, coffee, tea, water, you know, something to sit down and sit with us, and for the next... Few moments and open up the Word of God with us and we're going to discuss the Word of God. Like I said at the end of this you have my email address, you'll have my um, home address if you want to write me a letter like me old school letter writing or you can email me uh, any questions, any concerns, uh, complaints, you know and everything and um, I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. I'm a type of person that I pray about everything that I do. I just don't do something just just to do it. Um, but you know, like I said, if you want to give, uh, you're more than welcome to give. You can make the checks payable to me. I'll make sure that you let you know exactly everything that's going for. Because I told you that before that I'm believing God for more equipment so that we can do our our podcast even better. Also believing about getting on uh, on the satellite on uh, I can't think of the name of what it's called, but it's series. And everything. You know, I'm even believing that we're going to be able to get on. I'm not talking Christian ones. I'm talking people that don't know Christ. And I'm also believing that they're going to pay for it. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, if you don't want to help, help us out, that's fine. Just pray for us. We value that as much as anything. Uh, if you have, if you want to give, uh, give to Rodney Howard Brown Ministry. They're doing a fantastic job with the stand if you don't have an opportunity check it out, get on Facebook get on uh, RodneyHowardBrown.com River Church beautiful man of God beautiful man and woman of God him and his wife they're doing phenomenal things in that parking lot what a miracle of God that they was able to put AstroTurf in the parking lot and have a field, praise God and they're taking a stand if they can't be in a church building at least they can be out and about and that's what's all important. Uh, One last thing before we get started, let me let me just say to you people that are out there protesting and everything uh, do I believe in that? Yes, I believe that you stand up and speak up and do your First Amendment rights, but I also believe that you should do it in a peaceful manner. You know, you don't go there to entice riots. So if you're out there rioting you know you need to go back and get on your face before God and get right uh, you know be led by the Spirit of God. I'm not saying you're supposed to cower down let somebody walk all over you I'm not saying that I'm saying you need to stand up. You need to speak up. You need to proclaim Jesus Christ and and stand up for what is right, you know, but don't do it to where people are losing their property and everything uh, Don't get so caught up with uh, with whether it's a black lives matter or white lives matter or whatever lives matter that ain't the thing that you're that you're out there protesting about. You're protesting about them taking your freedom of speech away from you. That's what you should be telling people. I'm standing out here proclaiming my rights to freedom of speech. They've taken so many of our freedoms from us. Don't let them take any more because now we're living in a day and age. If we, even if we say the wrong adjective or the wrong word, it's considered hate. You know. Uh, so I'm, I'm encouraging you, if you feel led to get out there, I'm, I'm 100% behind you, praise God. But I'm not behind the violence. I'm not behind you know, destroying people's property or destroying people's lives. I believe in unity and I believe that the only way we can ever come in unity is through the Lord, Savior Jesus Christ and through His blood. You know, uh, like I said before, what you see is what you get with me. I will not mix any words. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm some super spiritual Christian because I'm not. I have faults, shortcomings just like all of you. But I'm striving to become more like Christ every day of my life. And you know, and I, I know what it's like to be addicted. I know what it's like to be, you know, condemned. I know what it's like to be persecuted, I know what it's like to be thrown out and thrown under and thrown over and the whole nine yards. But I'm here to let you know. I'm here to encourage you. But I'm here also to tell you the truth. And, you know, the truth is I will not violate the Word of God. God's Word is the final authority, not only in my life, but in this world. Because God said He established His kingdom in heaven, and He established His Word in heaven. We're here to establish His Word here on earth. That's why I believe in standing up, speaking up, taking God's Word back, to where it's supposed to be. And that is the foundation of what we build anything on is God's Word. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. And uh, the pastor that was out there preaching in his town there in Tennessee in the back of his truck with a megaphone about Planned Parenthood. If you have a Planned Parenthood in your town, city, state, whatever, you need to be praying. You need to be praying that 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 would stop because those people are wicked. So, you know... Pray for the people, but pray for the, the young women that are going in there that think that that's the only option they have about you know aborting that baby. Stand up for those babies that have no voice right now, and because uh, I'm 100% behind that pastor for doing that, he's a man after my own heart. If you have a megaphone, go stand out in front of it peacefully and protest about what they're doing at Planned Parenthood. If you don't understand, study it, research it. And one last thing before we pray and get into it, remember, my slogan is this, let go and let God. Whatever God tells you to do, you do. But listen, do not take my word or anybody else's word. You go and find out for yourself. You study the scriptures. You, you look into it and find out what needs to be done and then go out and do it. And if you can prove me wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I'm humble. I'm willing to be taught. I'm willing to be teachable. But, you know, you better come back based on your facts on the Word of God because that's the only thing that moves. Me is the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to break the bread of life to d- together. We humbly look into your Word today. Father, we thank you, that God, that you're going to give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart of understanding. Father, we're not just going to be just hearers of the Word, but we're going to be doers there also. Father, that we're going to do the Word of God. Father, keep teaching us, keep making us grow, keep allowing us to experience more of you. Because, Father, we thank you that we're the heartbeat of you, that, Father, that we're the light that's shining in the darkness of the valleys of this earth, Father. We thank you that, God, for all of our brothers and sisters out there that are taking a stand, that are standing up for what is right. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all your goodness and all your faithfulness. We thank you that your mercy truly endures forever, and we're so excited. We're so excited about the things that you have for us and the things that you're doing. Hide us behind the cross today. Hide us, and and show us what we need to get to what so we can grow that we can give up those things that easily beset us today, Father. Those weights that have been holding us back from experiencing your glory and your power. Father, I thank you for supernatural manifestation of your presence and your power. I believe in miracles because I believe in a miracle-working God. And I thank you for the miracles that you're going to go out and touch the people's lives through this message. And I give you all the glory. And I will give you all the honor and all the praise. And it's in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. So, we're going to talk today about salvation and in the infilling. You know, there's like two different experiences that you got to realize. In fact, the discrimination between the work of the Holy Spirit and the new birth versus the filling of the Holy Spirit is not clearly seen by the majority of the church world. Yet, the scriptures thoroughly define as two separate experiences. Jesus' word about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, verse 17 says, It says, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Do you you see Jesus' words about the Holy Spirit in John 14 refers to the new birth experience? Then in Acts chapter 1, if you got your Bibles, turn with me. If not, write it down. Make sure you have a pen and piece of paper with you. Write this stuff down so you can go back and see that I'm not trying to teach you something that's contrary to the Word of God. In, John, or in Acts chapter 1, verse 5, it says, For John truly baptized with water, but ye should be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And in verse 8 it says, But, but ye shall receive power from after, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. Jesus, speaking of the Holy Holy Ghost again, by his words, clearly points to two different experience. He said that, you know, he said in verse 5, he said, John truly baptized you with with water, But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So not many days hence are you going to be baptized with with the Holy Ghost, meaning you're going to become born again, a child of God. Amen. That's what he said to Nicodemus when he went. Remember Nicodemus came to him in John chapter 3 and said, How can I enter my mother's womb? Because Jesus said you must be born again to see the kingdom of heaven. And he said, How can I enter my mother's womb again? And Jesus said, "Those that are born of water, of water, but those that are born of the Spirit, a Spirit." He was talking about a born, being born again. Amen. Amen. So we can, so we can e- readily see that Jesus refers to two different experiences in those two separate verses: the Holy Ghost dwelling in you, and the Holy Ghost coming upon you in power. Amen. Amen. You know, you've heard people go around, and I have throughout the years of of my walk with Christ, I've heard people say, I've already have all the Holy Ghost I can have. You know, you know, you have all the Holy Ghost there is to have, and that's the end of it. There's no, there is no other experience for you beyond the new birth. But although the teaching is partly true, it is mo- mostly false. The first part is true because it is the Holy Spirit who imparts eternal life to your spirit. Amen. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit who, through the Word, makes you your human spirit a new creation in Christ. Because without the Holy Spirit, you can't be saved. Amen. Without the drawing of the Spirit of God, no man will ever come to the, the Father. The only way you come to the Father is through Jesus Christ. And Jesus said it's expedient for me to go away. That if I do not go away, the, the Comforter will not come. Thank God He didn't leave us comforted. Come on now. He sent the Holy Spirit to be a witness. He's there to witness to us, to show us that we are a child of the living God. Not a fake God. Not a stone God. Not a God that's dead. He's alive. And see, God is the God of all spirits. Amen? Isn't that the Bible teaches you? God is the God of all spirits. That's the, how God communicates with you, is through the Holy Spirit to your recreated, born-again spirit. Amen? Amen? The problem people... Are actually more wrong than right when they say, "I am a Christian, so I have all I have of the Holy Spirit I I can have." A partial truth is like that. You can can do more damage to to a person's life than a f- full lie. Come on now, say amen. amen. There's so many people that get into ditches. We need to stay down in the middle of the road, people. You know, we can get into the ditch on love, and we can get to the place where we become extreme in love. If the devil can't get you out of something, he'll get you so obsessed with it that it'll blind your eyes to it. Or you can get in the other ditch that says, well, you know, God's still working on me. I need to get more love. But the Bible says that the love of God's been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. That love is a fruit. Isn't that what Galatians says? It's fruit of the Spirit. Whose Spirit? Your recreated, born-again Spirit. Not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, meekness, temperance. Come on now. Amen. Amen? You see, the Holy Spirit is present in the new birth to bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Romans eight fourteen and 16. You can write these down. We ain't going to turn there for time's sake. The Bible calls the new birth experience Christ in John 1, 12. Receiving eternal life 1st John 5:11, or receiving forgiveness of sins Acts 26 verse 18 As you read the book of Acts you'll notice that the that it says says people receive the Holy Ghost and are filled with the Holy Ghost As baptized in the Holy Ghost or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost You see out of those four. I just mentioned the receiving the Holy Ghost Filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized with the Holy Ghost, or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Of all these four terms are used in Acts of the Apostles concerning, concerning this same experience. And every time that experience comes after a person is born again. You cannot gift the Holy Ghost if you're not born again. Come on now. You cannot have the evidence of speaking in tongues if you're not born again. I had a man one time come up to me years ago and say to me, say, say, I asked him, I said, are you born again? He says, uh, I've been baptized in water. I said, that that doesn't mean that you're saved. And then he asked me, he says, well you just asked me if I was born again, now you're asking me if I am saved. Well, what's the difference? There's no difference between being saved or being born again. They're same words, just saying it in different terminology. Let's look here real quick about the witnesses that shows you that there, there's two different experiences. Turn with me since you're there in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 8. And this is where we're going to spend the majority of our time right now. In Acts chapter 8. Because I truly believe this chapter gives you a lot of revelation. Let's take a look at Acts chapter 8. I believe this passage Helps help me more than any scripture to see the truth of that salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit are two separate experiences. Acts chapter eight, verse starting with verse twelve, we said, "But they that believe Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, were baptized, both men and women." Remember, Philip went down to Samaria. Remember, and preached Christ. Come on now. And then this then Simon himself believed also, and he was baptized, continued with Philips and wonders, beholding the miracles and the signs that were done. Remember Simon was a was a sorcerer, a witch. Okay? Come on now, do you remember what it says here? Come on, Acts chapter 5 it says Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria Preached Christ unto them And the people with one accord gave heed Unto those things which Philip spake Hearing and seeing the miracles which he done For unclean spirits cried out aloud And came out of many that were possessed with them And many taken with palsies And were lame were healed And there was great joy in that city And there was a certain man Called Simon Which before time in the same city Used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, and giving out themselves with great, to the great one. He he used he used sorcery. We have people that are in the body of Christ that are going to psychics for leading. Nowhere in our Bible does it say you're supposed to go to a psychic for being to to know what the will of God is. The Bible says that those that are led by the Spirit of God are called the sons of God. Come on now, Rome, Romans 8:14. Come on. Do you see? Do you see? All of a sudden, Philip's preaching salvation, or yeah, Philip's preaching salvation to the Samarian church. We see where this sorcerer started seeing this. Amen. Amen. We're gonna keep reading verse 14, and then when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard of Samaria, where was the apostles at?
0: Jerusalem.
1: At Jerusalem. Come on now, and they sent unto them Peter and John. Well, you know. Why did they have to send Peter and John if they got the Holy Ghost? Come on now. If there's all there is to the Holy Ghost is when you get saved, then why did the apostles have to send Peter and John down to Samaria? Because Philip preached Christ. It says right there he preached Christ to them and they gave heed unto it, meaning they got saved because they seen the signs and wonders. Remember the Word of God says that signs and wonders will follow the ministering of the Word. It is the Word that sets people free. Come on now, it ain't none of these gimmicks that you do out there. It's the Word. Come on now. Now look at verse 15 says, Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only the baptism that was in the name of Jesus. I Meaning water baptism. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Come on now, say Amen. amen. Glory to God. Do you see that they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost? Did Peter and John pray for them, for, for the Samaritans that they might be saved? No. Why? Because they were already saved because they heard Philip preaching about the Kingdom of God, about Jesus Christ. Come on now, read the first, read chapter chapter 8, verse 5. It says, Peter went, Philip went down into Samaria and preached Christ unto them. the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Peter, Peter Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles he did for unclean spirit. All of a sudden he started casting out devils. Come on now, amen? amen. Look at verse 10, it says, To whom they all gave heed from the least of the greatest, saying, This man is a... Is great power of God. In verse eleven it says, and to him they had regarded because of the long time they bewitched with sorcery. Now listen, verse 12, but when they believed Philip's preaching, the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. That's when they got saved. So did did uh did the apostles send Peter and John down to get the Samaritans saved? No. Come on now. Did the Samaritans, did they pray for the Sumerians that they might accept Christ? No. Did Peter and John pray for them that they might receive eternal life? No. The Sumerians were already believers, yet Peter and John prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Come on now. The apostles in the early church understood that being filled with the Holy Ghost was a separate experience from the new birth. Acts 8, 5 says we see Philip preach Christ to the Samaritans. you got to preach Christ before you can get somebody filled. Come on now. You see, you don't preach the Holy Ghost to the world. You preach Christ to the world so that they, they can receive salvation. Come on now. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. God gave Jesus to the world. He gave the Holy Ghost to his children. Come on now. Not everybody that's out here in this world is part of the family of God. No. Because they they don't know Christ. If you don't know Christ, you're the family of the devil. Come on now, there's only two families you can serve on this earth God's family or the devil's family. Come on now, say amen. 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 See, you preach the Holy Ghost to Christians. Luke eleven. Let me turn back here and let me read this real quick to you. So I want you to get clear of this. This is why I'm hammering this. Good, because you're going to run into people out there that are going to say this stuff and they're going to try to get you to convince that you know you don't know what you're talking about. Look in, look in, uh, in Luke 11, verse 13. It says, And he laid his hands on, on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Do you see the woman that was... The woman who who was who had a curse that was bound for eighteen years, when she heard of Jesus, she came in and touched the member and hem of his garment, and she was made whole. Being made whole means that you you've got yourself right with God, Amen. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus is telling us that the Holy Ghost is God's gift to to His children, not to a sinner. That's why John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So Jesus is God's gift to the world. The Holy Ghost is God's gift to His children. Amen? In John 14.
0: In John chapter
1: 14. We're going to go a different avenue here. John chapter 14. Listen, verse 16 and 17, and I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees Him not, neither knoweth Him, but you know Him, for He dwelleth in with you, and shall be in
0: you. A person has to be made a new creature first before he can receive the influence of the Holy Ghost. Come on now, Amen. Look with me to John chapter four. John chapter 4, remember Jesus was sitting at the well, the disciples wanted to go get more food, he was sitting at the well, remember the woman come to to Jacob's well to draw water, and Jesus said give me a drink. And in verse 16, he says to her, Jesus said to him, Go call thy husband to come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast five husband, and he whom thou hast is not thy husband. Is this saith thou the truth. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our Father worshipped in this mountain, and ye that are in Jerusalem is the place men to worship, Jesus said unto Woman, believe me, the hour, the hour cometh when you shall, and you shall neither in this, this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship our Father.' For you shall worship, ye all all know God. not at what. For we for know what we, know. Know. What we what worship. Our salvation, salvation is in the Jews. But so the, the hour come And the hour is when the, when the, when the true worshipers shall worship our Father in your spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such worship, him, God is a spirit. They, they, worship, they worship, in, must, in, must worship and must worship in spirit in truth. and truth. And, 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 and Do you see? see do you see? Do you, see do you see? The wall, wall of salvation is for, for the individual individual's benefit. When you get when a wall of water, meaning when you become, becomes first, coming, come and in, the come and in, the of God, God, and become born, a God, become a born again, and become a title life. And you have a wall of water within you. Don't let like that light like have eye up. Come on, come on now. Remember, remember, and John, John said, remember, 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 Jesus, Jesus was at the feast, or at the wedding, the wedding and remember, and remember, he, he stood, stood up, up, and he said, and he said that, that, you know, you know, if he had any verse, he would first thing, thing, you, you know, know, you know. First, the first time he he said, said, In first 77, he says, In that day, with we great ease, Jesus Christ, beside, right said, And those words, come and drink the... me, he the of me, and I he has scripture, has said, I shall be shallow, so that you and warm water. Do you know You river. said, Is rivers? Mean it, mean not river rivers. Come on, come on now. See, see this. And He did not rivers, Notice, Notice that Jesus, Jesus said, out of in hell, i of in hell, I'm in hell, i Like i said, i said, I'm out I'm I'm the hell, of the in hell, the river. The river. The i twenty twenty or hell, I'm in hell, I'm Come on, i and he said, And the I, I will the promise on the all in the sin and through his ye be the power from More now for now. Born now, Born now. And we have to the witness of all of our power. Amen. Amen. Notice Jesus saying, Tarry in reason, sin and be, the wisdom, indeed you converted saved. He said, Tarry in reason, his the power. Do you remember how either either denied you Christ three times? Even if they say all he and in and I deny Christ, Peter, Peter was there, was will we'll Back then I got him of his i the of But there was, there was something, there was something Peter, that happened about Peter, when Peter stood, Peter stood in the dead on the day of Pentecost, Pentecost caused, in that other room, when, when the club lemons of the earth came out of the body, something changed inside of Peter. All of a sudden, as you walk outside and say, Whoa, wait a second, it's been enough, drunk as you should, fellas. This is being filled with the prophet Job, prophesied that in the last last days I'll be put out of my my spirit upon all flesh. flesh. Your Your sons shall
1: dream dreams,
0: and your young young men shall have have visions. visions. Come on now, now. And all of a sudden, 3,000 was added to the church. That's because Peter got a boldness. Because the boldness of Christ came inside him in the person of the Holy Ghost. And filled him with power that he could not keep it up. And we understood what Jeremiah said. This says, a fire within my bones that I cannot quench. He understood what say when he saw the train in the temple, and he said, I, I have unclean lips, and I can't speak right, and the angel took the cold down and put it on his lips, and he came out, fire, fire, going forth, doing the fr- fr- prophetic that God called him to do. Why? Because of the power of God. God has the ability. He has the power. What God calls, he will provide. What God calls, he will supply. Come on now, if God's called you into the ministry, God will give you the unction and the power to do what he called you to do, or he shouldn't have thought it to begin with. Come on now, say amen, amen. glory to God, that's
1: free of charge, glory to God. Hallelujah, but do you see in Acts chapter 2, it says the moment that the rivers of living water begin to flow through the believers, those who were born again, to make a blessing to others. This is the infilling of the Holy Ghost. It is the Father's gift to every, every one of His children. The initial evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. If you study the Acts of the Apostles, you'll find out that when folks were filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak with other tongues. I've had people come up to me and say, well, I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but I don't speak in tongues. You didn't get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, honey. The evidence that you know that you've been infilled with the power from on high is tongues. Come on now. See, from this we, we can gather that tongues are the initial evidence of the baptism in the Holy Ghost. This initial evidence or sign that someone has received the infilling. Turn with me to Acts chapter 2 and we're going to close with this. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. We're going to start with verse 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a musking mighty wind filled the house where they were sitting. And uh, And there appeared unto them, clothed in what? Tongues, like a fire to set upon them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Do you see that without the evidence of the evidence of speaking in tongues you didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost? Listen, the, there's times that you'll speak in a prayer language in a heavenly language that only you and God know. There's times that you'll pray that you will pray in a heavenly language that you might not know, your own personal self might, might not know, but you're praying mysteries unto God. There's times that you might speak in tongues that you actually will speak to one person or a group of people in their native tongues. It isn't something you learn. You can't teach somebody how to speak in tongues. But listen, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in tongues is the first initial that you got it. But listen to me, a lot of people are sitting around expecting the Holy Ghost to speak. That ain't the Holy Ghost speaking. The Bible says that the, that the co- tongues came on them and they gave the utterance. God gave them the utterance but they spoke it out of their mouth. you have to loose your tongue and allow God to use your tongue. come on now amen amen do you see do you see that you, you can't just go out there and tell somebody this is what I do shun die run die untie my bow tie that ain't going ain't speaking in tongues. You know going to bye-bye-bye-bye ain't speaking in tongues When you speak in tongues the tongues becomes as more you speak in it the more fluent it will start becoming But the initial is that you your recreated born-again spirit is the one that speaks it the Holy Ghost gives you the utterance But you speak it out You got to use your language your tongue your mouth to speak what God wants you to speak But you can't teach somebody how to pray in tongues. You can't teach somebody this is how tongues is going to come. Because everybody has a different experience. The night that I got baptized in the Holy Ghost at a quarter after eight on August 7th, 1989, you know, was different than other people. When the Spirit of God came upon me, I only could say three or four words. But then my tongue was loosened and all of a sudden it started flowing out of me. And then for days afterwards, I had trouble keeping that from coming out. I'd be talking to people on the streets. The next thing I know, I'd be, and I'd just start speaking in tongues. Didn't know why I was doing it, had no understanding what I was doing. Amen. I think sometimes we need to go back to what it was like when we first got saved. We need to go back to what it was like when we went to that cross, and got dipped under that blood of Christ, got our sins washed away, found out that we were a new creature, new creation in Christ Jesus, a new creature. I think we need to go back to that, and get back and get another taste of that. I think we need to go to get past the cross, and go to the upper room, and get another taste and infilling of the Spirit of God to come upon us. I think that we need to go back. To where, once, once we first was saved, how zealous we was for the kingdom of God. What happened to us people? Why have we set back and allowed the world to dictate to the church? We are the light of the world. We are the royal priesthood of God. We are kings and priests under God. We should be dictating to the world, telling the world this is the way it should go, according to God's word. Let me give you something out there that's going to help you real quick. Remember in the Old Testament, remember the Old Testament was given as a, as a type and shadow, an example for us to learn from. Remember when the children of Israel, when they rebelled against God and everything, they wanted a king. Remember God said, I was your king, but you want a king, that's what the king going to do. Well, he told, remember he told Samuel when he went to go anoint Saul, you know, as king of Israel. Remember, remember what happened when the every time afterwards when the king it says that these kings did not serve God but they walked after other gods and stuff. But you know God still used some of them, didn't He? God still used some of them, even in their wicked ways. He still used them to further his kingdom. God always has a plan. The devil tries to make his plan look like it's God, but God always has a plan. Remember when Elijah ran after the greatest feat known to mankind at that time, when he called fire down from heaven, and it destroyed not only the altar, the ground around it, the water, and the 450 prophets of Baal. The next verse says that Jezebel wanted his head. And it says that he ran into the into the desert Ran and got Tarek, went underneath the Jupiter tree. Was sitting there saying, "God, I'm the only one left." And God says, "I have seven thousand as are not by their knee. Do you see? God always has a remnant. God has people right now that are in the back bush right now, that are in their prayer closet, that no one's heard about, that's been on their face before God, that's been crying out, interceding, they've been there, and God's saying that now is the time, now is the time for them to step out, and walk forth, and come forth. No one's ever heard of a young young man that's old now that was from little Ricky Dink town of Man's Choice, Pennsylvania. But they're hearing of him now, because my hour and my time has come for me to stand up and declare this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall be glad and rejoice in it. We need to stand up and start thanking God, not for what's going on, but what's about to take place. Revival the great awakening that's taking place is coming Come on now we need to go get ourselves back to where we get dipped again get dipped in the Holy Ghost Get a fresh new anointing so that we can have a Enthusiastic that we go out there and just grab somebody because we don't want them to go to hell and tell them blessed Be God you don't have to go to hell Jesus made a way You know be excited about the things of the kingdom of God You know Start standing up for who Jesus Christ is. Who cares that they don't like you? They didn't like you before. You think that because you become saved, they're they're gonna hate you even worse? Listen to me, they don't hate you, they hate the one you represent because they hate Jesus Christ. Come on now, we need to get to the place where we get excited about God. We need to get to the place where we're excited about the things of God. We need to go, you know, I'm not talking about preach a cross gospel, you know, because that's death. I'm not talking about preach uh, preach the, you know, the upper room. We need to go to the place that we as Christians should be, and that is at the right hand side of the Father, sitting down with Christ. We need to realize who we are and what we are in Christ. I'm not taken away from the cross thank God for the cross. And I think some of us Christians that's been in this for a long period of time need to go back and get dipped again. Come on now. And get excited. You know, tell the devil, you ain't taking this world, I'm still here. Come on, church. You are the the rock. God's coming back to get a church with boldness, not a coward down church, but a bold church, a church without blemish, a church without spots, a church that's standing up, doing what is rightfully their position and their authority to do in this earth. And that is to bind up the brokenhearted, reclaim the liberty of the captives, and set the captives free. It's time for us to start going out there and casting devils out of people. Let's start raising the dead. I'm going to tell you something that God showed me that's going to come down the road. Because I feel led right now because there's somebody out there that's hearing this. That you need to be encouraged. There's going to come a time you're going to be like Philip. That's going to be joined up to the eunuch that was from Ethiopia. And you're going to spound to him the word of God. And one second you're going to be there. The next second you're going to be translated. And you're going to stand in a crowd of people and preach Christ. And I'm not talking spiritually. I'm talking physically. You're going to be taken from one place to the other place by the hand of God. Wouldn't that be something? One second you're there witnessing to somebody on the street, and the next second you're standing in an auditorium of over 10,000 people, and all of a sudden, boom, there you appear. Glory to God. Quit limiting God. God can do all things. All God's looking for is somebody that will reach out in faith and say it's mine and grab it. See, I believe in miracles because see I serve a miracle working God I believe that God can reach down in the midst of no matter where you're at and pull you out There is nothing hard for my God to do. It isn't a matter what God can do. It's a matter what you can believe God to do Come on now. We need to get back to that faith that when we first got saved that We knew that 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 we had a father Some of us grew up like I did without a father you know, I couldn't I couldn't compare God the Father to my natural father because he was never around. But I'm going to tell you something. My Heavenly Father, there is no turning or shadow of turning from him. He loves me, and he loves you, and he reaches out all the time, and he has good things for you. All he asks is that you just put your complete dependence on him. Reach out in faith. Believe God. Come on now. I want to encourage you today. This is why we have these fireside talks, these discussions. It's because I'm trying to inspire you. I'm trying to encourage your faith, trying to get you to get expected faith. You know, quit limiting God and putting him in a box. Just because God did it this way doesn't mean he's going to do it that way again. It's time for us to not just take the wave and take it to the shoreline. We need to catch that wave, and as soon as that wave starts going to the shore, we should hit the next wave of the Spirit of God. I want to go so deep with God that I literally become no earthly good. Come on now. I want to get to the place where God's so real in my life that all those thin sins that have easily beset me, that has held me back, no longer will be like water off of ducks back. Because see, I have the spirit of life inside me. And it's greater than the spirit of death and sin. I refuse to allow people to die. I I tell people all the time, if you want to die, that's fine. Get yourself well and die then. Go out with a great testimony. Testimony. You know, I, I, I despise sickness and disease. I despise what the devil's rampant and doing in people's lives, destroying them. I can't wait to the day that the devil no longer is on this earth to do havoc anymore. What a glorious day that's going to be. But let me tell you something, church. That day has already came because Jesus Christ has risen. We sit in heavenly places with Christ. That means the devil cannot look at the bottom of our feet. Let me show you something here real quick. In Colossians 1, in Colossians 1 verse, we're going to verse 12, it says, "Giving thanks unto the Father which have made us meet, to be partakers of the inheritance and the saints and lights." Who has delivered us from the power of darkness Has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son In whom we have redemption through his blood Even the forgiveness of sin Colossians 1 12 through 14 Do you see that we've been delivered from the power of darkness? Jesus made an open show of the devil And defeated him at the cross Jesus, The Bible says in 1 John 3 verse 8 It says that the son of God was manifested To destroy the works of the power of God Come on now we need to get back to what the Bible says. Come on now, say amen. Amen. Glory to God. Look at look at verse in Acts chapter two, verse thirty eight. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of the sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and the promises unto you and to your children to all that are afar off, as many as the Lord call. Hallelujah. Amen? Look with me to Acts chapter 10. I'm just giving you some things trying to encourage you, because the Spirit of God's speaking to my heart right now. Listen. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Listen to what they testified as. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. If God was with him, God's with you. Come on now, say amen. amen. That's why Jesus said, you will do the same works I did, but even greater works. Let's go back and start doing the works Jesus did. Then we'll go do greater works. Amen? Amen. It's time for us to, as a church to rise up. It's time for us to tell the devil and the demons of hell that we're still here. We're breathing. I had a dream the other night that I saw the Spirit of God in the wind of God and the breath of God Speaking into the bones that Ezekiel saw and I saw this triumphant church rising in full glory and full power and full bite Let me tell you something before Christ comes back. He ain't coming back getting a wimpy beat-up church He's coming back and getting a church that is filled and is powerful Come on now Quit looking at your church as a church building and start realizing you are the church. That building is a mass unit. You are called to go into that church to get your weapons sharpened, to get your armor dents taken out of them, get yourself healed, get yourself patched up, get yourself filled up, get yourself prepared, go back out there. Do not pray that God take me out of this world. No, praise God. You stay in this world. Be in agitation to the devil. Come on now. That's why I'm teaching you this. This is why I'm teaching you about being infilled with the Holy Ghost and the heavens and speaking in tongues. Because we're going to learn how to pray effectively by the Spirit of God. That we are going to be a dynamic force for the kingdom. Come on now, quick! looking at your limitation. It has nothing to do with you. Put you aside. It's not about you no more. Get this meth tube movement out of your head. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom of God, doing God's work and God's will, God's way. Come on now. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope, hope that I really do hope I helped you this, today. If you do not know Jesus Christ, all you have to do, the Bible says that those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, all you have to do is say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I need to be saved. I ask you to come into my heart. I thank you that you've forgiven me of all my sins. You've cleansed me from all unrighteousness. I thank you that I'm in right standing with you. Now I can call you Father. If you said that prayer, please find somebody and tell them that you gave your life because confession is made unto salvation. you got confessed confess that you gave your heart to life to Christ. Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father. But if you, if you proclaim me before men, I'll proclaim you before my Father. Go tell somebody. And if you don't have a good Bible-based church to go to, please let me know. I will try my hardest to find you in your area, a good Bible-based church. If you have a good church, go get hooked up in it. Support that church. Support that pastor. Get hooked up with the vision. And be an effective member for that, for there. Remember, you have to first start in Jerusalem. Then you can go to Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Amen. If you'd like to help us out, like I said at the bottom of the screen, you can make your checks payable to George Sarenko. That's S-C-I-R-A-N-K-O. Any dollar amount would be greatly appreciated. If you don't want to help support us, that's fine. You do whatever God tells you to do. I will never beg. Because, see, I've been young, but now I'm old, yet, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed begging for bread. I will not beg for bread. If God's called me to do this, God will pay the bill. If he doesn't, then I won't be on. Amen? Amen. If you feel like you have a a place in your heart that you feel like you're called to go into the ministry to be a be a minister, but you ain't sure what to do, let me encourage you. Get a hold of me because I I will I will help you with you know getting you applications through Rama Bible Training Center or uh, Rod Parsley School Harvest. I think it's Harvest. International, I think that's what I call it, or the river. Down there, Rodney Howard Brown schools. There's there's just three of them off the top of my mind. If you're feeling like you're, you're called to be in a political or medical field, ORU is an awesome school to go to. My niece went there and graduated from, from ORU. You know, listen, whatever God's called you to do, make sure that you become the greatest vessel for the kingdom of God that God wants you to be. Don't care what man thinks. do not matter about your education. You know, we live in a technology age that you can get a lot of things at your disposal. But if you're called to being a politician, then you remember, don't allow them politicians to change you. You change those politicians. You take the light of Jesus Christ into that dark world uh, there. If you're called to be a musician, you become the glorious musician that God's called you to be, but you do it as God leads you, not what man says. And remember, I'm here for you. Remember, you got my email, my address is George Shranco at P.O. Box 36, Man's Choice, Pennsylvania. That's one 5 Write me. If you want to email me, my email's george georgesrank, all low, lowercase, at gmail.com. People like to blow up my email with a bunch of junk. Uh, bless their heart. But, uh, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not looking for, you know, a woman. You know, you know bless be God. You know, be like Paul, be single. <laughs> you know, amen. But, uh, you know... If you if you seriously need anything, contact me. I I'll help you every way I can. But I will not wish you you with you, and tell you that what you're doing, and if you're living in sin, that it's all right because I will tell you flat out, you know. And I'm an open book. You wanna you see what you get. You read what you you see. I live in a glass house. You wanna throw stones at it and break it down. Go ahead, because I know that there's a lot of areas in my life that that's not right, but I'm working every day to get to the place. And I said this one time, and you'll hear me say it a lot if you follow me, is I always thought I arrived in love. Then a situation happened that knocks my head back down to where my feet's at right now, makes me realize I still got a lot to grow in love. If you know everything, you need to get saved because I'm gonna tell you, you don't know everything. I learned every moment of every day God's teaching me, God's showing me. Don't forget about Tuesday nights. We have Bible studies on Tuesday nights. We've been talking about intercessory prayer. Hopefully this week we'll be finishing that up and going in to the following week on about how to be led by the Spirit of God. You know, don't forget about coming back, you know, next Friday. Next Friday we should be back at a regular time between ten and ten thirty, hopefully. <laughs> you know. Uh, but you know, but if not, just keep listening. Listen, listen over to this. If there's areas that you think that I'm missing God, prove me, prove me wrong, write me, tell me, say, hey, I think that you said something you shouldn't have said. You know, I'm, I'm teachable and I'm humble, and I'll go before God, and if God tells me that you was right, I'll, I'll, I'll even say your name if you'll allow me on the, on the World Wide Web, proving that you showed me I was wrong. But I encourage you, get into the Word of God. Allow God to be there. Let's go in and dismiss in prayer. Love you guys. Don't ever f- forget that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is coming, and Jesus is everything that you ever need. This life cannot give you what Christ can give you. Oh, believe me, it can. You know. And as you enjoy your Friday nights, remember, God goes with you wherever you go. You know, If you're trying to hide from your pastor, just remember you can't hide from God. Because God said even if you're in hell, he's there. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and dismiss a prayer. Father, we just thank you today. We thank you, God, that you're revealing and showing us. Father, as we're watchmen on the Watchman Tower, Father, as we're blowing the trumpets for the for the seasons and the times that we're in, oh, God, I thank you, that, Father, that you've prepared our hearts. You've prepared our, our hearts to receive what you have, that you've opened our eyes that we may see. You've re- opened our ears that we may hear. That, Father, that we would do what you called us to do. And Father, as the as the months and the days and the years come to pass, Father, we thank you that as each trumpet is being sound, Father, allow us to be prepared to do what you called us to do. Father, we're not here to please men; we're here to please you, Father. We're about our Father's business, and that's our whole entire desire, Father, is to be about your about your business. We want to be like Lord Jesus when he said, I I, done, I came not to do my will, but the will of the Father. And that's our desire, is that we want to do your will. Father, not our will be done, but yours. It's no longer about us. It's about you and your kingdom, Father. We want to see the kingdom grow. We want to see Zion built, Father. And Lord, we just thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise, and it's in Jesus' name. And Everybody say, amen. amen. Glory to God.